This week on the reverse stick, the EHL sneaks up on us. Junior World Cup winners, the Pro League continues, uh, just not between India and England, and more rambling nonsense. Greetings and welcome once again to the Reverse Stick, the global hockey podcast. My name is John Lear and as I am every week, I'm joined by Mr. Matt Allen. Welcome, Matt. Thanks, John. Um, hashtag what no slurs. What? What no slurs. No, not this week. No? no. Sober. <laughs> that's, well. we, did, we did four in a row. Late, late Saturday night shows. We apologise. Haven't got a clue what we said across any of those shows. Uh, oh, we have got a reminder about one of the things okay, we said good, good. later on. Hopefully you were informed and entertained. If not, well, you know, there's other hockey podcasts out there. Not, not many of them, but they're, they're out not there. Every not every week. Yeah. Um, good, to, good to be here, mate. Yes. Good to be here. It's a glorious sunny Saturday. No, Friday. No. We are Friday. showing our true face. On Good Friday, that's right. We're doing a hockey podcast, and then we're off to the chippy afterwards, aren't we? Uh yeah. Chips will definitely be on the menu. I don't know about fish. I'm not sure. I feel like I'm, I need a bit of greasy things. Can I? I'm gonna have a bit of calamari, calamari hey. this evening. Yeah, okay. so, caught it myself this morning. No, you did. Was out diving early. <laughs> you did. No, I did. You don't dive for calamari. I, mate. D- I did. <laughs> Was out at five on the boat. Some sun came up a bit later than a squid that. Jig. Yep, used one of them. I dove down into the uh, <laughs> uh, the Indian Ocean with my squid jig. Yeah, milk and cow as well. Caught, caught myself a uh, nice bit of squid. Took it home, uh-huh. sliced her up. Okay. Um, I'm actually it's actually sitting in some lye water at the moment. It's a Chinese method of I, softening I, the. I know your secret fish. spot too. Mm-hmm. I got yeah, Catalano's fish market. <laughs> 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 So, uh, John, big yes. week in hockey, but uh, was it was stuff it for, going on? Was it for you? Obviously, no hockey for us this weekend, being the Easter weekend. No, nothing. But there is hockey being played across the Easter weekend. Is just not here. Yeah, there is. Europe. Um, well, yes, we'll, we'll get on to EHL. Yeah, we'll but, but um, I did note. I think it was something from the. I, I thought it myself this morning. I thought, oh, it's Easter. I wonder if there's any Easter tournaments happening in the UK. Then uh, a, po- the a, a post on Facebook. Pop- yeah, but I remember the. Very, very yeah. boozy few years of Easter tournaments that I, I went to um, many moons ago. Um, and there's an article in the hockey paper um, on it this week with Torbay um, uh, holding their... Oh, it's a 70th year. I don't know if that includes the year or two off with um, COVID situations. And Blackpool also happening, but only two that they know of happening this year compared to what, you know, there was up to 40 that would happen yeah, many, right. many years ago. And um, only 11 teams um, in the Torbay Festival this year, which, you know, I remember there being dozens and dozens and dozens yeah. of teams, mixed teams and men's and women's teams and, you know, just fields and fields of hockey happening everywhere and lots of uh, beers being drunk as well. Um so That's yeah, sad. look, good luck if you're um, if you're competing, and I mean good luck in every sense, both on the field and with your liver. Um, hopefully, get some <laughs> get some sleep. Some horror stories. I, I Maybe shared... that's why they're not being held anymore. I Maybe shared... it's the health authorities who are to blame. Well, it's probably the the B and Bs and the the hotels. They just don't want the hockey crew there. I shared a room with a lad called James. Is it could COVID have had an effect? Is that part of could oh, that be I'm, part of the reason? I'm, I'm, it would be. 
a c- contributing factor. Okay. But but things are a lot more open despite you know the co- you know still COVID cases and things happening in the yeah. UK. And uh, maybe everybody's gone to the EHL, John. They've gone. That's it. We're not going to play. We're going to go and watch some of the best club club hockey. <laughs> club hockey. <laughs> well, it's Easter weekend. Well, I was just thinking of the rabbits. Yeah. Yeah. Or hops. Yeah. I'm thinking more likely hops. Not today, mate. That. The bottle shops are closed. Remember, you can't. But it's okay, I've got keys to somewhere just in case we run out. (laughs) Oops, that's the wrong one. News. Uh, Where do we start with news, Matt? We should do the Junior World Cup. Oh, yeah, we've got a newly crowned Women's Junior World Cup champion. Any surprises, John? It's the Netherlands. Um, I don't think there's any great surprise there, is there? Um, At all, a 3-1 victory over uh, Germany in the final. With England shootout victors over India in the bronze medal match, and and I think it was a historic shootout. Could that possibly be the worst shootout stuff up we've seen in the history of shootouts? I don't know. I've just got written down here a quote um, from uh, do do Was it from the Indian goalkeeper? Yeah, to, from Savita. But you already blew the whistle. She screamed. That was after the hooter, was Joshi's reply. That's the the umpire. Anyway, Dutch went on to win the shootout 3-1. Um, there was talk of... Uh, and Sorry, that was to do with... Um, yeah, the buzzer going. The yeah. umpire blowing the whistle for, for an offence. Then the buzzer going after that. Yeah. And, and uh, India didn't have a referral left. So they weren't able to challenge it there and then. But there was talk of a possible a, a legal challenge to be mounted. Uh. Can't see it. Yeah, is that going to? In some or? respects, when that sort of thing happens, I think it's you have a fair and reasonable to complain about it and say that's wrong. But that's where you should leave it. Just as, as far as once you start talking legal stuff and things like that, unless it's just a horribly egregious. Well, I'm this amazed. Isn't hor- in the way the hockey does things. This ain't horribly egregious. What's amazing is I haven't seen any stupid tweets from uh, Mr. Dr. Batra on it because he was there. He flew in just in time for the final, had meetings with various South African hockey and Olympic officials. He might have been told just to keep your mouth shut. It's not stopped him in the past. No, Uh, but things are a bit dodgy for the doctor at the moment. Mr. Batra seems fine, but Dr. Batra could be in trouble. Heal thyself. Position. Is that something? Yeah, whatever. Anyway, congratulations. It seemed like a, 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 the tournament went off crackingly. You know, we can moan about that one particular incident. Or one of, you know. But it, overall, it was a pretty good tournament. Absolutely. Good hockey played. And for 95% of the players there, that will be the highlight of their international career, and I hope they enjoyed it. I hope they did too, John. Oh, well, it would be a great thing to, to attend and be a part of, that's for sure. No, nothing. Final placings then, John. Netherlands, of course, the gold medal. Germany, silver, England, bronze. And then in order, all the way down to the last, the 15 teams involved. India, Argentina, Korea, South Africa, USA, Ireland, Austria, Malaysia, Zimbabwe, Uruguay, Wales and Canada. Pro League games, John. We've, oh, uh, yeah, Pro League. Now, I, I was watching the... Um, India-Germany game, just on the... It's the only one you could have been watching. Yeah, on, on the little screen on the phone last night and uh, didn't know how to finish, fell asleep. It, it, was actually, <laughs> it was actually a bit boring. Was um, it? Yeah. 
Oh, well... Yeah, I mean, consider, considering it was only 5pm in the afternoon. I, so. I, I can tell you, it was a 3-0 victory to uh, India yeah, over to, Germany. Against a much-changed, youthful German side. Oh, pay it. Oh, I don't know. I don't know if you played, actually. I don't know. Okay. Um, and, of course, they'll be backing up tomorrow for their second game on the... Oh, today. Today. Upcoming. Later on today. In fact, it's worth a little thing. Five hours from as we speak. So, this evening, Matt. You watch the Dockers and then watch this. No, they're the plan tomorrow. Anyway. Can you um, just stop referencing other sports? That's two weeks running now. I'm just not interested. Oh. I'm, I'm just... Only hockey. For me, only hockey. Yeah, that's right. Um, now, of course, this was the first game in two weeks in the men's side of the Pro League mm-hmm. uh, because they needed to give a window for the Junior World Cup, apparently, I'm guessing. Would that be right? Because no, I, I can't, I can't understand why you'd then go and put across this weekend several games when you're up, when it's up against the Euros. But they're, they're no interest in what's going on in the Euro Hockey League from the FIH. Why, no, no, why but would, why would that? If, that if that's were, proven before. That's got nothing to do with how they. We're, um, we're talking Argentina, set. France, uh, South Africa, India, and Germany. Oh, no, that's, no, Argentina, that's, France. India and Germany are the four teams involved. None of those teams have got... You probably don't. None of those teams have got players who potentially could be playing Euro hockey? No, nobody. Nobody out of the Indi- current Indian side. No, 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 I'm talking the other three. Germany, Argentina and France. Yeah, well, They've got nobody who would have been playing in that Euros. Certainly France and Germany. Yeah. Argentina but, probably. But, but, I rec- but I reckon they've probably been allowed to go stay with their clubs. Because that's got to be the priority know. for them, particularly if they're playing overseas. If they're an overseas player, they're, that's, they're getting paid to play that club hockey. Yeah. Pro League. Sorry. I'm going to start calling it the No League. No League. The FIH No League is, is uh, secondary in, in their order of importance, surely. Well, you'd think so. But it's, it's funny that they can find this two-week gap to let some things happen and then the weekend that, you know, the biggest event, outside of international hockey just gets trodden on. Yeah, but the FIH no league. Um, there were um, results from the women's oh, no, yes. no, well, no league last wait a week. Before we do that, should we just go through the table, pool standings after that one game and two weeks? Let's see how the pool standings have changed. Oh, India on top. Uh, they've played 11 games, Matt. And what's this stupid thing? Just go away. Don't don't click that. That would that would do. No, you. Oh, it's going to open up something else. Yes, it is. It'll open up this thing. I'll close that. Uh, India on top. They've got twenty four points from their eleven games with seven wins. Germany are in second place despite their three nil loss. They're on seventeen points from nine games, and then it tallies down. Everybody else has played six or eight games. And Netherlands, Argentina, Belgium, France, England, Spain and South Africa at the foot of the table. That's the men's league there. Okay, the women's. Uh, well, so this last, is, yeah, last this week, is interesting. Last, last weekend there were due to be games between India and England at the Kalinga Stadium. There were. Now, at the time those games were postponed, but across that same... Uh, no, this, that's two weeks ago. No, it's not. Uh, April the 2nd. It's April 15th, so that's pretty much two weeks ago. Oh, it is ago. two weeks. Uh, when they were scheduled uh, to play. Second game says one 
due one week ago. When, when was that second game due? Third. Third of April. How did we miss that, John, over the past two weeks? <laughs> Amazing. Anyway, those games got postponed. We did have games on the 2nd and 3rd of April. That was the Netherlands versus the USA at Wagner Stadium. Game one, a pretty reasonable result. 3-0 to the Dutch. Um, don't have the teams in Re- front of me. Are you saying a reasonable result for the USA? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I would have thought 3-0. Uh, not so reasonable in the second game on the 3rd. That was a 10-0 victory to the Netherlands. Um, yeah. Maybe did they did they play their A to A and B teams or did the US fly in the day before and stuff like that? Who cares? This is old news. This is old old news. I guess the the relevance between the India and England games is they were postponed from a couple of weeks ago, but we've just had the decision on what's happening. Hold that for a sec. Hold that for a sec. Because last weekend there were games. India played the Netherlands. Um, of two, oh, we did that because we had the 2 1 victory in the first game to India, and then the second game was a one all draw with Netherlands uh, winning the not good enough to win point in the shootout. Uh huh. And it's not anti shootout, it's anti the bonus point system. They're not good enough to win point, that's my argument. Uh, there are games going on this weekend Argentina versus the USA, that's in Buenos Aires, uh, doubling up there today and tomorrow, or no, Monday and Tuesday. 16th and 17th, and then the following... Saturday, one, Friday and Saturday. It's a fifth... Oh, Friday and Saturday, yes. No, no it's Saturday, Saturday and, and Sunday. Sunday. <laughs> this short week has stuffed everything up. It feels like a Saturday, but it's only a Friday. Have we, one thing I have noticed already in this podcast, Matt, yes, is John. we're no better with facts when we're sober or drinking. No. no. We struggle with it all the time. Anyway, Argentina playing the USA this weekend in... Buenos Aires, and then another week away from the US uh, playing against England at University of North Carolina, Chapel Hill there. Uh, once again, the no league, because there's no real games on, is it? A, a game dotted across a weekend, and we're supposed to get excited about it. Should have been another game coming up, and that is the Indian-England game, Matt, that got postponed. Why was it postponed in the first place? Because England wouldn't go to India, would they? Yeah, COVID restrictions. COVID. Yeah. Okay. So we learned this week that the um, the match, both matches, have been the points have been awarded to India. Awarded. Now, officially on the website, the FIHTMS website, which gives you all the latest updated results. Come on, summary, hurry up. India versus England matches have officially been cancelled. The FIH and the two teams agreed that a six points for those matches are awarded to India. So from that statement, the FIH, India and England got together and the English went, you have the six points, that's fine. Yeah, we're very sorry we can't make it over there. Um, here's the six points. Here's the six points. Um, or did they say, well... You're going to be over for the Com Games pretty soon, and we're based here. Perhaps we'll just play, we'll play, them, we'll play them there this time. Great warm-up game. Great for warm-up a games. Well, that, you know, games. That's all the FIH No League is anyway for most nations. It's warm-ups for various competitions, Yeah, more important competitions. Yeah. Um, I just... Why, why does India get the six points? Is this harking back to when that game between GB game. and yeah. Australia and, and, and they yeah. couldn't play the second game, so Australia got, got all the points? Got the points, yeah. 
But that was based on the fact I thought that they'd won the first game. Yes. But no but games have been played. No yet. games. So you'd think a draw would be the fact. Oh. I almost looked up the Pro League rules and I thought, why bother? Because no, the rules that the FIH write mean nothing. No, no. Because they just change them on a whim. Yep. No, so there's no point in even knowing what the correct rule is. No percentages, though. Uh, no percentages, no. So maybe if the, even when they had the percentage, we've been down that rabbit hole before. Don't worry about it. Um, really, let's, have, let's think about it from the England perspective. Uh, Pro League, uh, it's good for some practice matches against top line international competition. They love the home games because I'm sure they sell them out. Uh, do we really need to go to India, Matt? Do we really need to go to India? Not cheap. Yeah, and, and in fact, they've made money. By not going, <laughs> haven't they? Essentially, it's, um, and let's face it, it ain't a, an Olympics qualifying year. It's not GB playing. There's nothing on the line for them ranking, at all. Ranking points, John, ranking no, points. No, no, because how will that, if a match is cancelled, the ranking points won't change. Uh, oh, I don't know. Well, they're not do, go, no, will but they it, go down because they didn't play a game? When it's counted as a win, though, isn't it, on the, um, on the ladder... For India, so yeah. Well, that's an interesting question. Do shall we read England... the rules and find out? You're not going to find it. <laughs> yeah, if England don't play but lose their points, do they lose ranking points as well? And conversely, do India gain any ranking points? Where you do gain ranking points, I would imagine, though, isn't it? If you finish top of the Pro League, you're going to earn more ranking points. I would think so because of the importance of the competition. Um, like if you're yeah. up in the top three. That would have a positive bearing on ranking points, or maybe not. No, it's just it, it gets get games played, isn't it? No, there is a there is a waiting still with it. There is a waiting. Wait a sec. I'm just trying to look at the India have played eight games. No, I don't think that's right. I don't know what no, they, it that says. Right. Ram Robin, and but I'm sure they've played eleven games. Oh no, that's the men have played eleven games. Okay, so India have played eight games. They've had one, uh, four wins, um, one win draw, and two losing draws. But no draws. But no draws. No, draws. no draw. It's still on there. It's still. It, they haven't drawn a game. Um, <laughs> but they've had a winning draw and a losing draw. Yeah. Uh, two uh, losing so draws. That's um, you get three points for a win. Mm-hmm. Three fours are twelve. Yep. Very good. Shootout win. One. Two points. Yeah. Thirteen. Fourteen. 14. And two, two losing losses. draws. 15, 16. Points, 22. Well, that's got to be the two wins over England, isn't it? What are England down as? Two defeats. Two they, defeats. Played, they played earlier games, though. Hey? They played earlier games. Well, they've only, it, it says they've only played two games. I'm going to search deeper into this, John. Well, they've got nil point off their two games. Anyway, just a, maybe it is that six points stacked it on there, but it hasn't been called. Is that a win? I'm guessing it is. Two wins from eight games. Oh, top of the table, they are. No, Eng- England played two games. They lost to Argentina. Okay, so those yeah, points yeah, are. Yeah, that was the, that was the two it, that was the two games before. So that they lost five two five two. So they've not with a negative seven yet. So they're they're not six. Oh, negative six, yeah. So they're not, um, those points aren't included on the table yet then. Those games aren't included as a win or a loss. No. So they've just given them six points. 
Yeah, looks that way. Yeah. So they, they're going to effectively play two less games than everybody else. And when the table comes through, it will, they won't have played eight games. Both England and India won't have played. Four, five, six, seven, eight. They've played eight games, but they've got six more points. Anyway, um, they are top of the table. Well done, India. Those six points are handy. Considering Argentina's only played four games, um, and they've got 12 points from their four wins. Yeah, they've played eight eight other games, India. So that's so yeah. So they've just given them the six points, yeah. and it's just been added straight onto the ladder there. Yep. Anyway. But, well, it's nice everybody could agree on that. Yeah, isn't it? What's the rule again? You're listening to the Reverse Stick, the Global Hockey Podcast. Now let's talk about the EHL, shall we? Uh, oh no, let's just CAC quickly. Cup. CAC Games qualifiers they're happening in Bermuda. Right now. They are indeed. Also, a few games have taken place there so far. John's just going to pull up those results for you. I am when my machine works. Right away. Uh, the women's there. side of things. We've got uh, Round Robin, Bermuda, Puerto Rico, Jamaica and Guyana. They've all played one game at this stage. Peru got over... Uh, sorry, Puerto Rico got over Guyana 1-0 and Jamaica lost 2-1. To Bermuda, a West Indian derby, Matt. Jamaica, Guyana and Bermuda and Puerto Rico. Yeah, it's a, pretty much a West Indian derby, isn't it? My wife uh, used to play international hockey over there. What? Jamaica? No, no, she just enjoyed it. Oh, it God, did I fall into that? Oh. Anyway, good luck to those teams. It is a uh, qualifier for CAC Games, that particular tournament. Uh, on to the men's side of things, Matt. Have you got that, or am I looking that up no, on my uber-fast, stellar computer? Mm-hmm. Uh, men, here we go. M for man. Uh, three teams, Jamaica, Puerto Rico, and Bermuda competing there. They've all played two games each. Um, Bermuda and Puerto Rico uh, played out a draw in the first game, nil all. Uh, Jamaica and Puerto Rico, a one-all draw. And then Jamaica and Bermuda, finally, someone getting some real points. Jamaica winning four goals to one. Bermuda just sneaking one in, getting a little blue dot right before the whistle. Good stuff. Uh, Uh, So, yeah, EHL, John, underway already, so... Those teams looking to in the men's comp. We completely to... missed it, didn't we? <laughs> Just no, we did last week. You said we mentioned it this week. Did we? Okay. Um, so you can you did can we say that you can live stream this. You can go to EHL TV, uh, EHLHockey.tv, and find out all the details. It's a nine euro ninety nine subscription for all the EHL comps that are on uh, games that are on yep. in the men's and the women's. There's also the seen some good highlights. Uh, the EHL men's ranking cup happening in Spain at the same time. Now those games are free to view on EurohockeyTV.org hashtag #LiveStreamHockey. Do share that hashtag. Do tag in at the Hockey Live on Facebook and on Twitter uh, with your your live stream games. Um, so yeah, that's all available on there, and you can also see the EHL games on there as well. But like I said, that's uh, a subscription model for those. So, so far yesterday um, and the day before, we've seen Surbiton men have a 7-2 win over Saint-Germain and Kampong a 4-0 win over Ullenhorst Mulheim to go through to the final eight. Um, also, Club de Campo de Madrid after beating SV Armin and they make their way through. Um, in the qualification game, Mulheim beat Saint-Germain 3-1 uh, and Blumendale beat 
Athletic Terrasset to go through. So the lineup for the final eight will see Surbiton take on KHC Dragons of Belgium. Rottweiss Colne of Germany take on SV Campong. Probably time to break out the uh, Wonderheart song again. Uh, Club de Campo, uh, duh, 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 still, oh, they're still waiting to see who they will play. Sorry, so uh, that's almost complete there with the last eight. That's happening all weekend. Like I said, ehlhockey.tv. We've also got the women's EHL happening. Same place. Uh, and the final eight there, we've got Gantoise uh, taking on Surbiton. Then Bosch taking on Pegasus of Ireland. Uh, Amsterdam taking on Club de Campo de Madrid. There'll be plenty of supporters from the Campo there. Yep. Enjoying that. And Dusseldorf uh, take on Junior of Spain. And then we're through to our um, classification games and, and to the, the finals from there. So Big weekend would be, of hockey. Would be great to be over there. I missed out two years ago, yeah, still haven't did. made it. <laughs> maybe next year. Maybe next year. Well, I'd love to go. Out of 100, on a scale of 0 to 100, how much more interest do you have in Euro Club finals over Pro League, or the No League, sorry? 100% more interest, 100%. I put it on my phone last night because I, did, I wanted to go to sleep. Um, and I thought it was a cheap, easy way to do it and still boost the hockey, num- you know, hockey viewing numbers. On the No League? On the No League. I'm lying about that. It was it was accessible and free. That's why I put it on last night, and I was oh, awake. And I was awake, and it was on. Um, as opposed to some of the debacle I had last weekend with trying to watch some repeats of things and uh, and the like. Uh, but I did get to man- get to watch some of the live stream hockey dot com dot au content from my club and other clubs, and uh, some of Scott's uh, Tasmanian commentary, oh, which was good, and some of the Victorian League stuff. So yeah. Check out livehockey.com.au if you can work your way around actually signing in and finding the uh, the code buried in your junk mail somewhere to be able to access it. There's there's some great live stream hockey content on there. Excellent, good stuff. Um, there's also a, there's a story on the International Hockey Federation website celebrating the social side of hockey, Matt, uh, which we've been doing for the last four weeks. Oh, certainly, yeah, absolutely. Um, so. Certainly a, a story worth do we get, reading. Do we get a name check? Oh, probably not. <laughs> no, I would think no. No. Um, and I'm going to have to go back and watch the Netherlands-India game, the second one, because um, uh, which Netherlands got the bonus point. But according to the, the news stories, uh, they outlasted India in the shootout. To, to secure those not good enough to win point. Yeah, it was seventy nine seventy eight, wasn't it, in the shootout? Well, just three and a half hours. Yeah, it took. Only for them to stuff it up. Tough. Only, Shootouts are tough. Uh, only for them to stuff it up by three seconds. <laughs> <laughs> that was the wrong. Different oh, right, tournament. Right, right, yeah, this yeah. is the no league. Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, but um, yeah, just struck me as being a bit odd that you'd, you'd have to have a level of fitness of an international hockey player to uh, struggle your way through a shootout. Anyway, that's my winch for the day. Anyway, all right, let's see what that does. Oh, who's this? I'm Reece Smith, and you're listening to the Reverse Blow Hope. Two weeks running. Nice of Reece to drop in. You know what that button was? You haven't changed those buttons around ever, have you? No. No. When was to... the last time we did anything on this apart from hit record or download? I might have to start bringing, bringing my own system back into, into play. Okay. Um, 
Right, John. Yes. A couple of things. Uh, some content for online on the uh, Twitter, because we're on Twitter, yeah. at the reverse stick, uh, on Facebook and Instagram, also yeah. at that same you can tag. Find us there. Um, thank you, Baggy. Baggy Bagshaw. Um, episode 238, th- two, Socky for those with a penchant for laundering. Huh? Oh. You see, watch, watch dot hickey. Uh, ho- oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, which dot, anyway. Oh, nothing from any umpires. Lizzie didn't get in touch. Um, Did we say, is that something about what we said last week? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. What did we say last week? It's, it's, look. Finally, somebody actually responded anyway. It was good. Okay. More, more than you did last week. At least Baggy gets the concept. Um, so I retweeted, <laughs> retweeted that. And then you've jumped in. We will get to John Lee's late night tweets. Oh, dear. Shortly. Oh, that wasn't a late night tweet, that one. No? Not the one for Baggy. Um, Baggy followed up with, not to suggest there is any laundering to be had already with undeclared financials. At, G, at John Lee Hockey, still waiting. Uh, and you responded with, not expecting any... Fin- no, you, you can do it in your voice. I can't read it. What did I do? No, not expecting any financial news from my FS Hockey until the finalisation of Korean integration. <coughs> and a complete equalisation of all things. <laughs> Unequal in hockey. <coughs> Is that Expect- National to end in a draw for Christ as a sign of salt. Excuse me. He's he's hurt his throat trying to do that, folks. The cough button comes in handy. It was banned last night. You should be banned. (laughs) Um, You're on fire. Thanks. You're on fire. So thanks thanks to Baggy. Also, um, can you read what I said out properly so people understand? I thought it was a very valid point. Can't you just give us a gist? <laughs> I've lost. I've lost. I've oh, no, 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 no. It's back. It's back. It's back. Uh, Stand by your beds. Not expecting any financial news from FIH Hockey until the finalisation of Korean unification and the complete equalisation of all things unequal in hockey. Expect all internationals to end in a draw requiring a shootout to decide the result. Very good. You got two likes. Oh, good. I was one of them. Oh, it looks like you were the other one. Yeah. <laughs> no, I wasn't. <laughs> You're drag flicking me there. <laughs> Easy. Um, also, all right, another thing that came through. I uh, note that the Hockey Museum are trying to find a former GB player, Joe Armoured. Um, Shake, oh, I can't remember his full name. Shake Mayak? Armoured, anyway. Played 20 or so international games. I'm just going off the top of my head. Uh, starting in around 1972 for GB. And then the last he was heard of, he was off to go hockey coaching in the Middle East. So they're trying to find him to present him with his cap because they, oh, yeah, um, yeah. uh, they had all of the, the squad members, bar one or two. Um, a couple have passed away. Um, but they can't find him. So, the last, so they're looking for any leads that are available. So Paul Das... Um, so, you know, at the reverse stick, can you help? And retweeted, you know, Paul, you're getting very close to a ban again. <laughs> all right? We're not a private detection agency. All right? You are. We, we, <laughs> we do not have the time to waste chasing, I don't know, blokes called Joe who've gone to coach hockey in the, in the Middle East. What about your ho- hockey family mantra? Where's that gone? Now, Paul, seriously, get off our case. No, don't, Paul. Keep hassling him about it. Having said that, 
I did try and delve in a bit into the <laughs> Egyptian, <laughs> Egyptian and Amani um, hockey websites. Uh, that's that's the way you need to go because gone to the Middle East. What's that like? Six countries. You're going to go to UAE, Amman, Egypt, and that. <laughs> I think you have a very narrow view of what the Middle East is. I think no, it's just six countries. It's not the. I'm not talking about not talking about the Arab world. That's you know. That's, Syria, I'm not, I'm not taking Israel, Africa, Palestine, Turkey. Turkey's not the Middle East. You don't reckon? No, it borders Europe and Asia. Oh, well, that's the middle, isn't it? What? That's in the middle. It's not the Middle East. No, it's not. I don't think that's. I didn't, I'm pretty sure Joe didn't go to Turkey. I'm pretty sure. Iran, sure. Iran. Yeah, Iran, Iraq. Yeah, granted. There we go. That's what I was trying to UAE. think of. Yeah. Bahrain. Egypt. Saudi Arabia. If he's going coaching late 70s and obviously going for some coin, well, Amman, possible. You know, they, did they have an uh, Olympic team in 84? Uh, so you, you you got on the internet and you started trolling uh, this anyone, guy. Yeah. Is that when Homeland Security knocked on your anyway, door? Couldn't, why are you trolling through Middle Eastern countries looking for people? <laughs> anyway, can't, can't find him. So stop wasting my time, Paul. Because you know I can't help it. Uh, he had a crack, Paul. He really did have a crack. No, but it's, I think you know there are ways that just get in touch with some nas- international associations and see if you can find any trace of this um, bloke as a, a coach in your country or you know a, a lot of those. Um, we're not talking about big what was his big name leagues. Again? Did you write down? Shake, shake my, shake your booty. <laughs> it's a great record though. Seriously, genius. Um, I will tell you his full name. Uh, Sheikh Mahmoud, uh, Joe Ahmad. So, Joe, in inverted commas, born 1942. Sheikh Mahmoud. Where was he born? Sheikh Mahmoud. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Wikipedia. He could be a member of the Saudi royal family or something. Well, there we go. Get in touch with the Saudis. Great guys. Always good for a beer. Actually, if you want to find someone in the Middle East, get in touch with Israel. Mossad. They'll find them for you. Well, there we go. Yeah. Hockey. Paul, get in touch with the, the Hockey Museum. Tell him to get in touch with Mossad. You are listening to The Reverse Dick, the global hockey podcast. You know what we got sent this week? A photograph oh. of two listeners. Oh, yeah, right? we did, yeah. It was actually when we were recording last week's show, but I forgot to mention it. Um, just played against each other, or certainly... I just met in the bar afterwards and having having a good old whinge about the FIH. And lo and behold, they discover that they both listen to the Reverse Stick, the Global Hockey Podcast. What are the chances? In Singapore. Fantastic. Unbelievable. So thank you, the auditor, and good to see you as well, Amarjeet. Yes. Arm in Playing arm. hockey. The auditor had his uh, Mannheimer shirt on. Oh, uh, yeah, very nice. Still trying Cla- to get a gig there. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> well, he wants to get a gig with me in three weeks' time, I think. Oh, he's going to pop, pop over for a, a game How or two. How old is the auditor? Mind your own business. How old is he? Well, mind your own business. How old are you, Mr. Auditor? What's you it, could come and play in outside. What's it got to do with you? Oh, he could come and help you. Don't ask people us. their age. How rude. Move on. God, you know, no, I'm, I'm guessing he's I'm over 50, <laughs> judging from that reaction from you. So he does qualify is what you're telling me. That's what I'm hearing. I'm not saying that at all. Okay. You can read into it what you wish, John. I'll be able to get a game with Blaze. Up 50s ones. Anyway, uh, we've had some other feedback this week, Matt. We, oh, we have, John. We, we've had an email. 
don't get emails very often. Obviously, everything we say is correct and true, and everybody thinks we're correct. We're right. Well, and I think um, the last time the, the bloke got in touch, it was a handwritten note, wasn't it? It was, but yeah. uh, we've received. Actually, it's from one of our patreons. Oh, uh, you can go to patreon.com forward slash the robustic to support our hockey podcast endeavours. And thank you so much for our loyal, dedicated bunch of friends and family. Well, literally family. <laughs> <laughs> that um, get on there and support us. We have now. We've had a, a an email from Gav from Otago in New Zealand. Um, Gav, yeah, and it, it it brought back some memories. Actually, Matt, you sure he's a patron? Yeah. Um, yes, yeah, pretty sure. Yeah. Uh, dear Reverse Stick, <laughs> not the Reverse Stick. No, just but he re- can't be that much of a fan, can he? <laughs> yeah. Thank you very much for your endorsement for the role of coach of the Women's Black Sticks on your recent podcast. I know you are unlikely to remember mentioning this, but I can assure you that at least three other people heard you mention it. Now, that's either uh, his carpooling, because it takes him about an hour to drive to work, so he's obviously inflict- either inflicting it upon his... Um, his work colleague. Well, that's what we podcast. say, though. If you're driving yeah, or not yeah. driving in the car on the way to a game, put on the reverse stick podcast and make sure nobody else can get onto the Bluetooth. Uh, either that or it's um, three of the four women he happens to live with and, he, and he's made them sit through <laughs> <laughs> oh, driving somewhere. Sorry, Mimi. Uh, just to let you know... And so to just qualify, that's wife and two daughters. Yeah, yeah. two of the three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was wife and three daughters, but only one of them must have been... Out. Out. Party. When it was on. Yeah. Um, yeah. Why not just the three daughters? Oh, he could have. Yeah. Could have been. On the school run. Oh. oh, come listen to Uncle John swear whilst he's drunk on the uh, on the radio. Polly, he's Gabriella. <laughs> uh, okay. Just to let you know, NZ Hockey, and he spelt it capitalised, E-N-Z-Z-E-D, NZ NZ Hockey did reach out and interview me as a response to your endorsement. Oh. The hour-long interview included 10 minutes on the weather. Quote, yes, it's been a fantastic autumn. 20 minutes on stock prices. Quote, yes, better to sell lambs now as the price is high and who knows what crazy news rules Jacinda will think of next. And 30 minutes on what is wrong with the All Blacks backline. Most people are pointing to COVID, but that excuse can only last so long. (laughs) Unfortunately, I have subsequently heard that I'm not the preferred candidate. Apparently, I was not considered to have the required passive-aggressive skill set. Keep up the great work. I understand that the role of president of the FIH may soon become vacant. Oh, It would be great if you could mention me again in your podcast when talking about this role. We know the FIH are listening. Gav from Otago, thank you very much for your feedback. Lovely. Sorry to hear that our endorsement wasn't enough, enough to get, to you, get over you over the line. This but time. This time. Well, this time. Yeah. But you'd think he'd be all the better for this experience oh, for, when, sure. for having conversations with the FIH down the track. Oh, well, I know how interested the FIH are in the All Backs backline. So he's fully armed and ready to go. Yeah, and maybe, you know, maybe not so much the cost of sheep, but, you know, international gold exchange rates. Maybe. Oh, we have a thriving international sheep trade here in Australia. Not in Switzerland, you don't know. Eh? It's more goats, isn't it? Possibly. Yeah. Chocolate. Yeah. 
Okay, thank you, Gav. That right, was tremendous. That was good. Excellent. Thank you, send Gav. Send us your emails. Yes, you can everybody. S- who can you send them to, John? You can send no, no, not who. We know who. You and me. But where can you send them? John at the reverse stick dot net. Matt Allen at the no, reverse no, stick. Matt. Matt at the reverse stick dot net. Just Matt and John. The reverse stick dot net. You just, gave away, you just gave away my surname. You just got, look, it's got, it's got Matt Allen and then it's Matt at the reverse stick dot net, yeah. you know, and as yeah. you, yeah. Thanks, Gav. Thanks, and Gav. Thanks, Gav. Email us. Tell us what you think we said wrong. And then we could apologise. Yeah, because that would take up half a show. It's all yeah. content. Content, isn't it? content. So happy, happy with that. You um, said 44 minutes and we're at 40, so. Alright, well I've got, uh, oh, very quickly, a new Talk Hockey Radio podcast out with Simon and Fraser. Check that out. Uh, somebody got in touch with me, a Patreon subscriber. Um, I'm not going to mention who. She okay. gets far too much air time as <laughs> it is. And the one female. No, no, the no, and Cat as well. Okay. The two females. Cat actually did get in touch trying to watch a game on something the other day, and I, hopefully I managed to help her out with the um, correct link. We've got to get more female listeners. We're not, we're not inclusive enough, Matt. Now, I've got sent through a link from a website, outsports.com. Com with the headline, This Gay Field Hockey Standout is Also a Makeup Enthusiast. What? Davis Atkin is gunning for a spot on Australia's national team and looking fabulous while doing so. This is an article from the 8th of April by Alex Reamer. Um, Davis Atkin is on track to realise his athletic dream and compete for a spot on Australia's national field hockey team. But as confident as he feels on the pitch, he's happiest when he swaps out his stick for some killer eyeliner. Atkin was recently named to Australia's under-21 squad, along with other young elite hockey players throughout the country. Growing up as a soccer player, Atkin's switch to hockey was relatively seamless. He loves playing against the best competition around. But his hockey journey hit an unexpected obstacle last year when his psychologist accidentally outed him to his coach. The mistake put Atkin in a bad place, forcing him to confront the challenge of being an out hockey player before he was ready. He needed a strong foundation to build himself back up, and knew exactly where to find it. His makeup drawer. Last year I was in a pretty dark place, he said, coming and doing that sort of stuff. It's almost like a relaxation thing, because I don't have to worry about doing anything else. I'm doing something I love, and it's just a place where I get to be myself. There's no one else there looking at me. It's just me and my phone. So he's got a significant uh, Instagram following. There will be plenty of eyeballs on Atkin when he takes the pitch this season for his club team, the Western Districts. Whilst, while he's still wrapping his head around being a prominent out gay athlete, he's becoming more comfortable with the responsibility. Recently, Atkin opened up to the Canberra Times about his newfound trailblazer status. More than anything, he wants to be the role model he lacked. If I was somebody looking at myself, I think it would be pretty inspiring to have someone who's going up the ranks, who's openly gay and talking about it as well, he told Out Sports. Though Atkin is still grappling with how to showcase his sexuality in the field hockey world, He's more than comfortable revealing his true self to the social media masses. His Instagram page boasts more than 11,900 followers and nothing but photos of Atkin trying on his favourite skincare products. There's no fancy studio or camera configuration. Atkin sits in front of his iPhone and showcases himself to the world. Just putting on makeup and making your face look different, making it look really juicy, it's amazing. He said, we love a glowing face. Yes, we do. As Atkin becomes more at ease with his sexuality in all areas of his life, his shine promises to only grow brighter. When I show my true self in hockey, I actually play better, which is pretty indicative, he said. I definitely should try to do that more, I think. And look, it's, um, 
it came out of the blue being sent through to me, and it's something that is absolutely missing on a visibility level in the male game, in the, in, in the men's game, is you know, I've, I've played with gay fellas in teams that haven't necess- necessarily been out. Maybe I've known, but others haven't known. Um, and I think, like he said there in that article, to have that visibility, to have somebody to look up to. And I know, some, you know, there's stories, there's a, a club in Ireland I know that had a mainly gay team and those lads like to play together and we know that we've got LGBT, <laughs> uh, come on, LGBTQI specific clubs yep. um, that, that welcome all. Um, and not that, in inverted commas, a, a standard club would not um, welcome all into it. I just think it's important that it's something we see in the women's game and there there are um, a lot of openly out female players, um, but it's not something we, we usually see in the men's game and good on him and if it helps some other kids coming through to feel more comfortable with their sexuality and to talk about these things, then brilliant. Good on him. Uh, yeah. I, uh, it's... Regardless of whether you're homosexual, whatever you are, it, your your sexuality is your private business, and how much you choose to um, divulge to the rest of the community is entirely up to you. So, it's great. Um, what what he's doing, uh, it, it was forced upon him, and maybe if he looks back in a few years, he might think actually, at the time it was a traumatic experience having it happen that way, but. In some ways, it released me. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think that's maybe that, that, yeah. that, that's that's part of the article there with it. Um, but the funny thing is, I don't care, and not that I don't care that people have the right to. God, so cold-hearted. No, but honestly, would, to come out. I mean, you say this about a lot of stuff. Anything when we talk about feelings, you just say, "I don't care." No, but the the, the idea that there's a gay man playing hockey, I don't care. In in the sense that. It, it doesn't worry me. There's nothing for me to, to sit here and intellectualise about someone who's gay playing hockey. No, I mean... You know what I mean? And, and that probably should be the position that everybody gets to, that the society gets to in the end, that, oh, he's gay, yeah, whatever. They're this, whatever. Yeah. Uh, I, whatever. I, I think some of your opinion is born on the, out of the fact that, you know, the chicks don't dig you in, and the guys certainly don't either. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Okay. All right, we'll leave it there. That's good. Thanks. What was that episode? Oh, it's fantastic. Two, two, three. Fantastic. Great. Are we sure? Two, three, nine? Yeah, two, three, nine. Yeah, two, three, nine. Fantastic. Thanks for joining us. I fully support that gentleman with however he wants to express himself in whatever ways he feels that he can. Anyway, like I would with anybody. Clip that out. Use it wherever you want, folks. Join us next week for episode 240. We're getting closer and closer to the 250, John. There'll have to be some more commemorative clothing uh, coming out. I've been wearing my Dean, be I've, been, I've been wearing my Dinamo Gloho Po shirt a little bit recently. You had it on yesterday. I've been getting and get a few looks around the shops. I don't know. If people are going. Mm, is it? Is he pro Russia or is he pro Ukraine? What's uh, what's, go, what's going on with that? Yellow. Well, no, but it's obviously, as we said before, the pitch is on the border of the the two countries. Um, you're the only Russian supporter in the room. <laughs> yes, temporarily. No. Oh, so you're having a bit of downtime? Oh, no, I just think it's better that um, I sit on the sidelines for this one. Well, you're moving your super yacht to, when, a, when, when to a neutral nice. country for a while. Yeah, yeah. When they're nice again, 
Yeah. Then I can start supporting the athletes again. Great stuff. See you next week, folks. Bye. Oh, you know what we forgot to talk about? What did we forget to talk about, John? The subcontractors. We'll do oh, it, we'll do it um, next we'll do week. It, yeah, talk about the subcontracting next week.